Bible trails The Son of God, He is near He chose to walk with us These tribal trails Hello and welcome to Tribal Trails. I'm glad that you've chosen to watch. On today's program, we will talk with Ron Desjardins. He will share with us his difficult journey as he learned to walk in the path that God had set out before him. So without further delay, let's join my wife Florence as he talks with Ron. I'm from a little community in northern Saskatchewan called Turner Lake, uh, Birch Narrows. It's a little reserve in Hamlet, approximately I don't know, six to eight hundred people probably. And is that where um, you were born? I was raised in the area. Um, we were actually relocated from another community, another reserve called Clear Lake, mm -hmm. and we had re relocated to Turner Lake. But uh, most of the time I spent was probably around Buffalo Narrows with my grandparents. My grandparents had adopted me, but I was in the area for most of my life. Yeah. Probably in like in my younger years, uh, till I was about. Uh, 14. I ended up in a foster home for a while because I got into a bit of trouble as a young person and uh, and one of the things that the social services asked me at that time was uh, what what did I want and I said well I want to go home I want to be with my siblings and they made it happen I moved home when I was 14. Yeah. Did you live with your grandparents then? Uh, well, my grandfather, I lost my grandfather when I was nine years old. Uh, he was a trapper and he lost his life on the trap line. He had gone through the ice. And, but um, then I stayed with my grandmother. How did you um, come to know the Lord? That's an interesting question. <laughs> my journey has been, uh, it's, it's been a long one. And... Uh, but God started that journey. Mm -hmm. I think I was uh, 16 years old at the time, and um, there were some missionary trainees, and uh, they were also young. I think they were probably probably between 18 to 21. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> they began to share with us about the gospel. I mean, our community is is, is Catholic, so I heard about Jesus. I, I knew Jesus had died, right? You know. And uh, they began to share the message with me. And I remember one evening, um, they asked me if I wanted to pray. So I said, sure. And I sat down, and I actually knelt down, I think, at the time, and, uh, and I prayed. And I asked God to forgive me. And I knew something happened. I, 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 obviously, something did occur in my life at that moment. And I remember going outside and and it was the evening and looking at the stars and just looking at the heavens and seeing the awesomeness of God. I just, it just kind of opened up like, wow, you know, I never saw that before in that way. Yeah. Yeah. But the journey itself, well, I took me a long time to understand the grace of God. Oh, it took me a long time. It's been, it's been quite the journey. Um, I've gone through some very dark periods in my life and it hasn't probably uh, about 18 years ago I think um, was where where we hit that p 
pivotal moment where God really talked to me. And um, my wife and I had separated. I was, I was drinking quite a bit uh, um, because I'm, I'm an alcoholic, you know, and uh, I have to be really careful. I, I actually, for example, my wife and I went for lunch yesterday and there was a certain sauce in the ribs and I had to ask if there was alcohol in it there. <laughs> yeah. So I'm really careful that way because I know what can happen to me if I'm not careful. Eh? Downstairs, and I was listening to NBC radio, and uh, out of Larange, 
and they had some gospel music and and then I heard I don't know what the order was but I heard three messages one was in Cree was one was in Dene and one was in English mm -hmm. and and I just laid there listening to this and then bang all of a sudden I heard God I didn't hear him like the way we're talking right now yeah. but the strong impression in my heart and I heard him say Ron you got to stop living the way you're living or you're gonna die mm -hmm. and that freaked me out and I immediately like I fell on my knees I just fell on my knees right away and I cried out and I said Jesus I believe in you and I'm really sorry please forgive me like why am I living like this you know and uh, at that moment uh, it had been like you know I wandered out there probably for 20 plus years you know after professing to be a believer mm -hmm. and uh, I guess what happened was at that moment I began to remember some verses they started coming back to me and I still remember pacing the floor that day and and running over these verses in my mind and uh, <clears throat> and I decided to call my wife I had to talk to her I had to clear I had to ask her for forgiveness you know and uh, I, I just really felt that way and I called her up and I said I really need to talk to you something happened to me here and uh, so she came over and we sat at a little table she sat across from me and I said uh, I've decided, I said today, this is what happened to me and uh, I really want to live for the Lord. I don't want to live like this anymore. And I said, you know, I really need to ask your forgiveness. I said, there's things I've done, I've got to talk to you about it. And that sweet lady looked at me across the table. <laughs> and when I tell the story, sometimes I, I get emotional, but she looked at me and she says, Ron, I don't need to hear it. Let's just move on. And, and she forgave me. And twice forgiven in one day, it was too much for me to handle. I just cried. I just, I just got up, I just cried. I just started sobbing and yeah, I couldn't help it. Eh? But as I look back, uh, as, I, as I'm starting to grow in the faith and begin to understand more of the significance of grace, the significance of what Jesus did for us, how much God loves us, you know. Ron talks about grace. What is grace? As we stand before a holy and just God, we soon find that we don't deserve to be in his presence. But God excuses our failures and allows us to approach him. This is only possible because God allows the blood of his perfect son to cover the failures of our lives. And because of this action, we can receive many more blessings. Ron discovered this not only from God, but also his wife. He knows the damage that he has done in his marriage and to his relationship with God. And so the forgiveness brought him to tears. Forgiveness is a wonderful gift. It changes us from being guilty to being accepted. Yes, the stains are still there, but the relationship has been restored. You know, that is what it's like when we reach out to God and ask for forgiveness. And unlike people, God forgives much deeper than we could ever imagine.
Then we can stand before God without the guilt of failure. If you need help or want to ask questions, give us a call. We are waiting to hear from you. Let's go back to Ron and hear how God continued to work in his life. And I begin to understand that more and appreciate it more. And I'm so grateful that God did talk to me, like God did speak to me, you know, after all that time. And in my heart today, I, 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 I don't want to live in sin. I don't want to pursue it. I don't want it to be a part of my life. And I mean, I'm not perfect, but I think as I realize, as God nudges me, as the Holy Spirit nudges me and says, look, you better make that right. You better fix that, and, you know. And I have to be in obedience to that, and that happens, you know. And uh, but I'm growing, and uh, and I'm understanding faith. I don't need to feel it. I, I don't need to experience some spiritual high, you know. Yeah. It's nice. I'm not saying, you know, it, it, it's it's good. It's it's nice, but. It's my faith that I'm grateful for because through everything that I've gone through in my life, um, I could have easily lost my faith. Mm -hmm. You know, when, I, when you read scripture, it's possible that happens. And uh, I'm so grateful to God I didn't. I still have it. And uh, I can't but help rejoice in that and be glad for it. Yeah. Yeah. Are you um, Cree? Dennis? My first language is Cree. Oh, okay. And then my second language is English. Yeah. And then I picked up Dene. Uh, I'm not fluent in it, uh -huh. but I can understand like, well, probably over 90% for sure, you know. Yeah. And I do speak phrases of it. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah. And so how did you meet that sweet um, lady of yours? You know, God is so good. Uh, you know that verse that says, even while we're yet sinners, yeah. you know. He still died for us. He still loved us. And as I look back on my life at this age, I can see the places. I can see where God blessed, where God, even though the way I was living and God was patient with me, mm -hmm. God loved me through it all, you know. Um, I had to deal with abandonment issues. Um, my wife herself had to deal with uh, residential school issues. So having met her, it was a good pair for us. And, uh, and we went through the grinder. You know, there's a couple of times that we could have said, we're done, we're finished, this is it, you know. But I remember when we looked at each other at one time and said, do we still love each other? And we asked that question and uh, we both responded, yes. Yeah. And then we said, well, let's move on. Let's keep this, you know, and we no longer have those conversations like that way, you yeah. know, because our relationship has been so strengthened. But I mean, all those events, the very fact that I moved home when I was 14 years old, back to my parents, back to my siblings and having met my wife pretty well, like I think within the first few months and and how we connected at that age and just we just fell in love. It was crazy, but <laughs> just happened. And then we uh, we ended up getting married at 18 years old. We yeah. decided to. You know, I look at that now, and I think, oh my goodness! <laughs> no wonder my father was concerned. I still remember him coming to me and and talking to me, right? Yeah. And uh, wondering if this was a good decision. But I can see that. But through it all, 
God kept us, uh -huh. you know. Um, he found me jobs, uh, but I had to feed a family. We never went hungry. Uh, my family never went hungry. And at no time did I even think of abandoning my family during the, that period, you know. And, uh, but God always provided. It, 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 it was incredible. And, uh, but for myself, um, this woman, um, I mean, I'm really glad that she hung on and she didn't give up on me because I had so many issues. I, I, I was very clingy. I was very dominating. I was uh, overpowering, um, domineering and, uh, and very jealous. And a lot of it has to do with my own issues because I found somebody that loved me and I didn't want to lose this person. Yeah. And I smothered her. I almost killed her in our relationship. And uh, I remember the day that she, she wanted me out of her life. She sat across from me and uh, in not so nice words told me to get out of her life. You know, she looked me right in the eye. And even at that point, you know, I was abusive to her. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't uh, a very nice person to her. And I remember at that point when she said that, even then I didn't understand. I thought we were in love, I thought we were okay, everything was fine, you know. I did some soul searching. I, I, I looked in my heart and I looked in my life, I read books, I, I began to understand myself a little more as to what was happening to me, you know, not so much her. And thankfully, uh, we got back together again and, and God has healed our marriage, you know, tremendously. I mean. We love each other so much, it's incredible. And, uh, but those were some of the things that we had to work through in our lives and at certain points in our lives. But, but that was the key, was forgiveness. We, we, we chose to forgive each other and uh, our faith again yeah. is what allowed us to, to be able to forgive each other and move on. Yeah. Yeah. And he sustains, right? <laughs> he sustains. Yeah, he does. He does, definitely. Yeah, that's a good word, yeah. And how many children do you have? We have three. Okay. And right now I think we have uh, three great-grandchildren and 12 grandchildren. Wow. Yeah. That's so we've been blessed. Amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm grateful for it, definitely. Yeah. We're raising one right now and we call him our little miracle baby. When he was born, his little heartbeat was over 200. Wow. And. Uh, we didn't think he was going to end up with us, but he ended up in the medical home for two years because he had, he had to have uh, um, he had to have medicine every four hours or something like throughout the night, throughout the 24-hour period. So uh, they put him in this medical home. They took care of him for two years, yeah. and uh, I remember we met with a doctor and uh, and we're asking the doctor about him, like what's going to happen here and. Uh, and the doctor just went like this. He said, you know what? He said, only he knows. Wow. So I can't answer that. He yeah. said, eh? He showed up at our doorstep at, uh, at two years old. Wow. You know? And uh, we ended up raising him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He drives us nuts sometimes, but <laughs> I mean, I miss him already. And <laughs> being away from him for a while, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we've, we've legally um, adopted him right now. Yeah, he's with us. Yeah. And how old is he now? He's five now. 
Wow. He's five now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're looking at Mo uh, Mario games the other day, yesterday. Eh? <laughs> yeah, he's into that too now. Yeah. So. What are the things that um, you've really learned from the Lord, like within um, since knowing Him? Well, I think one of the things that I'm learning is I need to obey. And uh, I'm grateful for even when I was living in disobedience for His blessings, but I won't take that for granted. I have no desire to take that for granted. I'm grateful He, he was at that time, you know. But as I understand obedience today, uh, I want to be more obedience, obedient to the Word, to what, we, what is taught, and to be more receptive to it as I read and as I listen to, to uh, what this Christian life is all about. And, uh, and I guess also fearing Him, yeah. you know, because our God is an all-consuming God. Uh. We can't be frivolous with Him, and, and, and somehow that's how we are. We think, well, He's, he's going to forgive us anyway, so yeah. what, you know? And when we have that attitude, how can we grow? The flesh takes over. It's, it takes over pretty quick, you know? And we have to be so careful that way. And the way we conduct our life, what we see, what we hear. Mm -hmm. um, and that's why the scriptures are so important to us, because that's where we learn and that, you know. And, uh, and that's something that I really pray for, because one of the things that I've appreciated and understood is reading from scripture, is that the very fact that I desire holiness, that I desire righteousness, mm -hmm. comes from Him. Oh, yeah. I, in myself, am not capable of it, yes. you know. So that tells me that God is in my life. God is working. He's doing things in my life, you know. And right now I'm interested in the music ministry. I'd like to get more involved with it because I love music. I love writing music and, uh, and sharing it, yeah. Yeah, your music, like through your music, it does show how the Lord is walking yeah. with you. Yeah. And when did you start? With the music? With the music. Um, that's also very interesting. You know, you, you, I, I was an educator. I'm retired now. I've, I've chosen to retire now, and uh, it's been almost two years now, I guess. And uh, But uh, as I grew up, um, I was ridiculed quite a bit. Um, in, in, in my home and in my area, um, people didn't readily nurture you in that way. If they saw a gift in you, they would rather tease you about it than to try and say, hey, you got something going there, let's help you with this, eh? And, and so that really kind of stunted my growth in, in, in that area. And uh, I knew I had the gift for music. Yeah. And uh, I kind of left it, but there again, God is good. When I when I was taking my education, um, <clears throat> I ended up rooming with some musicians, <laughs> and they got me motivated. They started teaching me songs, you know, that I I won't sing anymore. <laughs> but at that time, they started teaching me songs and encouraging me and say, Ron, sing, sing, you know, and um, so I took that. And as I became an educator, I used that also in the classroom, started singing with kids, you know. And then, and then as, as after I came back to the Lord, uh, even then that took a little while, but I had a friend of mine, and 
I mean, bless Freddie, because Freddie was a guy who really got me going in music. And uh, he would get me to help him at uh, funerals yeah. and uh, play gospel songs with him, right? And, and I always remember this because uh, sometimes I wouldn't know the song and he would get upset with me and he'd go, just sing! Just make up the words, just sing, he used to tell me, eh? And so I'd sing, right? But he, but he helped me. He helped me in that way. And, and, uh, and as time came around, I got a little more comfortable with it and uh, began to write my own music and began to explore that area a little more and began to see that, hey, my people love music. Yeah. And uh, so that way I've been asking the Lord, well, this is what I would like to do. So I'm waiting for you to open doors, you know, mm-hmm. as to where I can go with this. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, back, back again when you asked me that question about the, where did it start, um, I, I guess one of the things, because of my own experience, I try to encourage other children also, other kids, if I see those gifts in them, yeah. you know, I, I don't want them, I don't want what happened to me to happen to them. I would like them to be able to see God's gifted you. Yeah. Use it. You just need to develop it now. Work on it. It'll get better, right? It's a gift, you know? And uh, and my gift, I mean, it. I learned to just kind of play the guitar. I just kind of learned it as watching people and stuff. Eh? So I was self-taught that way. And yeah. You say you're in, you worked as an educator. Yeah. Um, as a teacher? Yeah, as, as a teacher. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right in uh, your reserve? Uh, I worked in several areas. I went up north and then I worked in the Middle Lake area. And most of my experience has been around my area, La Loche, Buffalo, Turner Lake. Yeah. This road we travel in this life will be true. So I walked down to the lake, it was a beautiful lake, and I cried out to the Lord. I said, why, you know, like, I don't understand this, like, why am I going through this, why me, kind of thing, you know. We went home that day, and we checked the mail, and this wonderful, beautiful lady from Buffalo Narrows, her name is Jermaine Peterson, just a wonderful woman of God. She sent me this booklet. Just a tattered little booklet that said that uh, the title was The Nervous Christian. And it was written by, uh, by uh, I think it was a psychologist or a psychiatrist, whatever. But, uh, but basically, what, because of his experience in dealing with people, he, he realized that there was a lot of demonic influence in people's lives. And, and that's why these things happened to, their, to them. Eh? And uh, <clears throat> I started reading it. And did it ever help me? to start seeing the onslaught of, of the devil and, you know, of, of, of demons in, in the mind when, once they have a doorway, right? Once they, they have an entrance, you know? And uh, that really helped me to get victory. And uh, today, um, 
I just, I just leave it. The Lord has been good. He's led all along. In my heart, He's created a song. Truth I see.